that alone can provide hope to others to be able to put one foot in front of the other and just say, I can make it through this challenge. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, my guest is an award-winning author, speaker, and educator. Welcome, Dr. Marty Hill Bartorero to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, hey, Angelica. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Well, thank you for your time and being here because I was so impressed of what you do and the fact of the goal is to inspire others to live their best life and overcome challenges. We've been through a lot this past couple of years, and many people are just trying to figure out how to come overcome that, how to move past it. And I hope your story can inspire others, but please introduce yourself to my listeners. Well, sure. You know, um, I am an author. Um, I live in the Caribbean. Uh, but prior to that, my previous life was um, I was a teacher, a special education high school teacher in the Chicago suburbs for 35 years. And 12 of those years, I was a university adjunct professor. And, um, you know, but the biggest role in my life, and I know you can relate to this because you're a new mom, is being a mom to two beautiful people. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Oh my gosh. You know, it's been such a magical ride. It's, I don't know, like, I was just like, I never thought I would get there because I myself had a lot of difficulties of having a child. So when this surprise happened, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is actually happening to me. And I've always thought that, you know, maybe I jinxed myself in the past and because you, when I was in high school, I used to say, well, I'm not going to have kids. I don't want kids. Why would I want kids? And then, you know, 20 years later, you're just like, um, okay, what's going on here? Cause all of a sudden you want a child. So that was my thought process of what I've gone through, um, with this journey, but there's obviously more to it, which I share on the podcast, but I overcame that challenge. I was able to move surpass that. And through the difficulties of trying to have a child, I said to myself, you know, anything's possible. We just have to think positive, bring positivity to my environment, to my work and everything. And the universe will grant me that blessing. Right. And you were granted a blessing and children are an absolute blessing on this earth. And, you know, I'm so happy for you and congratulations. And I'm sure your audience is so thrilled for you as well. They are definitely. So let's get into about you. Tell us, how did this all start when it comes to writing this book? Because you're an award-winning author, which is amazing. It's a huge accomplishment. I don't see many authors on my list where they can actually say they're award-winning authors. So how did this all come about? Well, you know, I, I, first of all, you have to have something to write about. 
And, you know, um, I did. I had something to write about. I had left my American dream. I left an unhealthy marriage after 27 years and suffered, you know, and endured tremendous losses, losses that I could not even ever imagine. You know, yes, material things like my home and my money and assets and even my support system of friends, family and neighbors. But I also lost two adult children to parental alienation, which is just devastating when, you know, you basically motherhood is how you identify yourself um, and is the, you know, the biggest, happiest part of your life. It's just, it's mind blowing. But, um, but anyway, in the midst of this transition that I chose to make, I had to have a garage sale. And um, at that garage sale, I experienced some spiritual miracles. Uh, that really were life-changing. There were a number of them, just almost too many of, of them to discount them, to just brush them off as coincidences. And so uh, just like many people who have transformative experiences, they're compelled to share their story. And that's what I did with my book, God Came to My Garage Sale. And yes, it won awards. Um, and, and I'm not so much into those kind of accolades as I am in that it resonated with some people that they like the title enough to pick up the book, you know, or they, they like the book enough to um, really get something out of it. Um, it was endorsed by James Redfield, who, who is the best-selling author of the Celestine Prophecy series of books. And that provided so much validation for me that, you know, what I had to say and what I experienced was um, something that would be maybe inspiring to other people to pay attention to the signs and synchronicities and, and, you know, to really, even in dark times and challenging situations, have that optimism, have that inner knowing that you will be supported and loved and that, you know, good things can come out of bad situations. So I found my my voice through my pen. And a little while later, you know, I was really trying to, to you know, do the inner work and, and the deep dive into my personal situation and, and, you know, why I found myself, you know, losing my fairy tale life. Even though it was by choice, I really felt compelled to stay true to my values of honesty, goodness, and love. And, you know, when I'm surrounded by some other people that don't resonate with that, it's very hard to just keep plugging away when your values are so very different. And, um, and it takes a lot of courage to make any kind of change. And but I had the courage, I found the strength within me to say, you know, enough is enough. And, um, and of course, being the loving mom that I am, I wanted to also role model for my adult children, that, you know, you don't have to put up with being treated poorly, you don't have to stay in uncomfortable or even abusive situations just because of society's norms or, or, you know, expectations that other people have, you have to stay true to your own integrity. And so even though my, my adult children aren't in my life right now, I, um, I, I still feel like I'm role modeling for them that, you know, their mom has values and their mom 
you know, loves them to the moon and back. And, you know, as hard as this journey has been, it's been a very positive one in many ways. And so I ended up writing a five book series called True Deceit, False Love. In fact, the fifth book just became a bestseller, which is just um, so surprising to me because I, I certainly uh, didn't do the outreach that I did so much with the first book. Um, with the, the spiritual fiction, God came to my garage sale. But I'm so pleased that I'm providing tools and references and just a creative way for others who are handling relationship challenges, whether it is in a marriage or a friendship or a family or even in a work relationship. You know, so many of us have been in work relationship situations that are kind of toxic and we're trying to navigate how do I keep going to work every day when, you know, there's, I'm being sabotaged or, you know, my hard work is not being recognized or anything like that. So anyway, I just wanted to bring awareness to these dynamics. And, um, and I'm so thrilled that I, you know, have, a, a, it's a time in my life where I could write these books and, not only is it healing for me, but it's providing inspiration and hope to, for others. Wow. I got to say, wow, wow, wow. To, <laughs> to hear what you've gone through. I was like, I can't believe it. Like I cannot, like, I don't know how you managed to do it. Like, it's just incredible what you were able to overcome. I love how you said, pay attention to the signs you know, we do need to pay attention to the signs of what's happening in our day-to-day -day lives. And I feel like, you know, how some of us can really feel our intuition. And when we go into situations, we're able to pick up the things for those who cannot, or feel like there's that inner person in you saying like, you have to leave or make the change or jump that leap. Like, you know, just, you got to follow it. And I've learn to do that for myself, because sometimes you feel very uncomfortable. Now I'm saying this in a way that it could be either at the workplace, it could be within a relationship, relationship with friends, like you even mentioned, or with your marriage, like, you know, this feeling that you've got. And if you're unhappy, you need to create that change. You need to be able to move forward because I've always, I'm the person that always tends to picture myself. Like if I don't do this, how am I going to feel about it? Am I going to be stuck in this bubble? Like, what do I do? Do I speak up? But if I speak up, I'm overplaying it too much sometimes. And then I had to kind of learn how to just, okay, if I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to do it. So we do have to pay attention to these signs. Um, and I love what you also said, good things will happen through bad situations. I definitely agree with that. And we have to learn, accept those uh, bad situations in order to grow and help ourselves develop and, you know, use those examples to teach the people around us. Well, that is just so beautifully said, Angelica, you really hit the nail on the head because, you know, we do need to follow our gut intuition, you know, our inner voice. Some people believe that it's divine intervention that's actually, you know, at play here. But, you know, we have to, to take the time to acknowledge where we are at. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. Where on the flip side, if something feels right to do, you know, you should act on it, you know, because good things can come out of that, you know, and realize that we can't control other people, nor do we want to. 
And we can only control ourselves and how we respond to situations. And really, if you have an outlook of honesty and love and compassion, you know, if you're operating from that foundation, really good things will come your way. And the challenges along the way are part of the journey, part of the life lessons. And, you know, yes, it's very easy not to pay attention to our intuition. In fact, a lot of people will ask, how could you stay in an unhealthy marriage for 27 years? That's a long time. And I'm sure there's people in your audience that say, wow, I've been in this job for, you know, decades, or, you know, I haven't addressed a situation that I wanted to address. They just kind of, you know, push it aside. But the thing is, we are given red flags. We are given kind of signs and messages to have us really think through what we're doing and where we are at, but we ignore those red flags and we ignore them for a lot of reasons. Um, we can even use projection, you know, just like abusers will use projection on their targets. You know, they'll accuse them of lying, cheating and stealing when really it, they're looking in a mirror. They're really kind of telling on themselves about what they are doing. We as very loving, empathetic souls we also use projection because we think because we're good and honest people that want the best for others, that we think who we surround ourselves with have those same values, but not everyone does. And so it's very easy to ignore the red flags and, and to be kind of driven by external sources, you know. Um, and it does, it sometimes takes a defining moment, but it, it sometimes takes when you are ready, when you are finally ready to realize, you know, gosh, I've been given this blessing of this beautiful life, you know, let me make the most of it. And, and then you get the courage to, you know, stand up for yourself. And, and sometimes it's a matter of putting healthy boundaries around yourself, not to be negative to anyone else, but just sort of to protect yourself, um, to, to stay true to what is serving the highest good all around for everyone. Oh my gosh. You, you nailed it for me because as you were speaking, I'm going through situations in my life where, you know, I was able to take the risk and, the, and, you know, make those changes because I'll tell you something, and I shared this with my audience before, but since we're talking about it, I've been always the risk taker. I'm the one that's been taught as a young age to take advantage of the opportunities. Like my parents, it was a rough journey to get to this country, Canada, mm -hmm. and it wasn't easy. They did a lot of sacrifice, but I was very blessed and grateful to be born in this country where I'm able to take advantage of opportunities. And, you know, I'm that risk taker. I currently have a full-time career. I run a pretty much a full-time podcast and I have two small businesses that I carry along with me. And now being a new mom, it makes me just even more motivated and ambitious to just to keep going. I just want to do it all because I grew up with a learning disability on top of that. And you always have these self-doubts as a kid, like, am I ever going to become something? 
So I carry that forward with me. And even though I've already accepted this learning disability about five years ago, a lot has changed for me. And all these opportunities just came pouring in because I'm starting to believe in myself that I'm able to do everything. That is absolutely (laughs) wonderful. You know, and as a special education teacher, I taught special education high school um, and kids were labeled as learning disabled or behavior disordered. You know, either way, they looked like everyone else, but they knew that they had different challenges. But I also like to point out to those students, and, you know, um, it's unfortunate when I hear that people struggle with having that kind of label when they were in school, because really, it's just a matter of a different learning challenge. And we are all beautiful souls, no matter what our abilities. And so what I tried to do as a teacher for those 35 years is to instill hope and inspiration to these students that they were worthy of and they are capable and they don't need to be compared to other people, that they can find the spark within themselves. Um, You know, if they could develop a love of learning you know, and start feeling good about themselves, they could achieve anything. And you are just a testament to that. And that's what I always try to do because I do volunteer. I'm a speaker for the Learning Disability Association in my region. So I love having the opportunity to speak to parents and also kids to make them realize that these are challenges that we go through. This is a gift that we have, that it's a part of us. It's something that we can't take a pill or get operated to get rid of us. It's part of who we are. It's our, our identity. You know, I tell them like, I went to school for architecture. Who would have thought? Yes, it was a struggle, but I could say I do have a diploma that hangs somewhere in my parents' house, which I can't find it anymore, (laughs) but I have it. It was a struggle. It was a long journey because I felt like the system in the nineties wasn't enough for, you know, for me to be successful in the future. So you had to like fight your own battles and figure out, okay, like what, how do I can, how can I do this? How can I do that? How can I overcome this? So there was a lot of fighting within myself of trying to like, okay, we have two more semesters of school. It's overwhelming. What do I do? Because even in the post-secondary schools, they don't have a program or uh, something for kids with a learning disability, you know, they well, kinda... you know, it's wonderful that you achieved what you did and you persevered, you know, you stuck it out and just hung in there. Yep. But I believe that it wasn't the external validation of a piece of paper that is put on your wall. I believe the validation and drive comes from within you that you are capable of achieving And, you know, yeah, your case, you did get that degree. And I've got a couple degrees, you know, under my belt as well. But that doesn't really define who I am. Who I am is how I live and how I perceive things. And then, you know, at some point, giving back to others and providing inspiration, you know, even if it's just a matter of sharing a challenging story, it that alone can provide hope to others to be able to put one foot in front of the other and just say, I can make it through this challenge. So we need to honor our internal, yeah. you know, drive as well as just working towards these external, you know, uh, rewards. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's not just that piece of paper because I am ambitious. I'm resilient. And, you know, I've learned a lot about myself over the years and, 
you know, I know it was very late in the time where in 2017, I kind of just sat down and said, well, why am I dwelling over this? Because I know there were some parts of even my past work uh, environments that I was in. I didn't feel accepted. I didn't feel I couldn't do the job. I wasn't as confident. So it led to, you know, horrible situations where, you know, you, you were let go or they give you different, you, they give you a, like numerous of chances to prove yourself that you are capable of doing the job. And it can become frustrating for someone like myself. But again, we have to go through, like you've mentioned at the beginning, these bad situations in order to overcome and let the good, um, sorry, let the good things happen. Because I felt like if it wasn't for those situations, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I have to be grateful for that journey. And I feel like I, I tell a lot of people, cause you know, it's nice that when you have a small business community around you and it's mainly women, we all talk about like, oh my gosh, having a family, running a side hustle and being a full-time um, career woman, you know, how, when do we stop or where's the struggle? Like we talk about it a lot and I really appreciate it because we can all share everything, but I've always told them that. You just got to keep going because they always ask me, like, how do you keep doing this? Like, how do you just keep doing all your projects? And I said, well, I have big goals. I meet amazing people on the podcast that they give me motivation. They give me the ability to even picture my life like even better. Like I can do this. I can do that. Like hearing your story, it's just it's motivated me in, in a way that, oh, my gosh, I can bring this example to my community and say, look this woman has done it. Like, look at her. She's inspiring others through her books. She's got a, you know, she's, she's done so much and overcame so much. So I feel like the podcast has helped me explore myself of who I am as a person and really be able to share my guests with everybody. Well, you know, also, even though we put a lot on our plate and we do so because of a passion, you know, yeah. um, to, to be involved. And I was always involved in a lot of things at some point, And I know you do this already, or you would not be as wise as you are, that you need to take time to stop and reflect and have some personal quiet time, whether it is just, you know, 10 minutes in the morning, um, whether it's taking a hot bath or a walk out in nature or meditating or, you know, even just when you're doing household chores, just to kind of get yourself into a zone of reflection. It's very important as part of our growth to not just go, 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 do, do, do all the time without a little bit of balance. And that balance, and I know you do that as well. And now with a little one, you're going to need to maybe consciously put that effort out to to take some time for yourself to kind of renew yourself and and reflect on where you're at and where you want to be and uh, but that quiet time is very necessary for the growth as well oh my gosh when you said go 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 that's how I was when I was pregnant even before that like right anybody can tell you Angelica is always on the go. She never stops. It's because that's how I was. Even as a kid, like I would go to one sport to another sport, go to school and then have two practices after for two completely different sports that I did in the morning. So that's how I've always been, but it's true. When 
I took a week off before I was ready to get into labor. I had some vacation. I said, you know what? I'm just going to use it on the last week before I go into labor to have time for myself. Right. It's still, I was still like, oh my gosh, I got to prepare for this. I got to prepare that. I was still on the go. But when the baby came, that's where it hit me. You know, even though I had a fantastic podcast community that I co-founded, they were all pitching in and said, you know what? We're going to have content for you for the rest of the month. Just take the month off. Wonderful. Please. And you know, it was, it was tough. And then when the baby was here, it was like, wow, I really need to slow down. Right. Because now my priority is shifted to my baby. Right, right. And so I think that's all just part of the journey. You know, you realize that you do take the time when you know you really need it. You know, I was forced into a situation where, you know, I was busy as a a full-time teacher and teaching college and tutoring and, and still very much involved in both of my children's lives just to have it completely end too. So it kind of does force you, you know, I retired, um, but then I also lost my children, you know, to, to this campaign of denigration, you know, where, where they're just out of my lives and, you know, just the, the turmoil, but just to have that completely stop, it does force yourself into, you know, reflecting on all of it. And, and then you do have to do some of the inner work. Um, And I think in your case, you know, when you had your beautiful baby, it was, you know, not only is it a beautiful gift and a life changing experience, but it also was a message to you that give yourself permission to slow down a little bit, you know, you have already proved yourself, you know, with the awards that you have won, with all the achievements that you have done, you know, um, you can take the time now. You have earned it. Take some time to just reflect. And, and when you do, you find that there's a lot of self-actualization that takes place. And you still can pick up where you left off by doing a lot of things, but your perspective is a little bit more grounded. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And I learned how to take that time off throughout this you know, the time that I've been home. And it's been fascinating that before I would be like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. I didn't do that. And I would rush through and stay up till like two in the morning. And then I have to get up, get ready for work at 5 a.m. So, you know, I noticed the difference in me. And now I'm just like, my priorities have changed, but also I'm accepting that I can take the time off. You know, even though it's a, it's a passion, it's a hobby. I know I can say, you know what? I'm going to take this week off. There's not going to be any episodes. I just want to just enjoy it. So I've learned how to really accept that, that it's okay. You know, all you have to do is send a post or an email and say, Hey, you know, there's no new episode or sometimes you don't have to, but your listeners and your audience will still come back. And I've learned that. And I'm so, I'm so appreciative of that. And, you know, I, I was able to recognize that. I can take the time off and just enjoy myself. And I've been doing that like this whole entire summer, you know, even when my son was born, let's go out every single day, you know, (laughs) let's, let's enjoy what's out there. Let's enjoy the winter. Let's enjoy the spring. Let's enjoy the summer, you know, cause these are moments and memories that you have to build. And, you know, I'm extremely grateful that I was able to kind of wake up because some of us are still in that work mode, even during uh, maternity leave that, you know, I feel like I was able, I'm so lucky I was able just to slow down. 
Well, that's just wonderful. And and I'm sure, you know, your listeners and everyone is so happy for you. And, and you know, you're just evolving and, and, you know, growing as a person. And that's a beautiful thing. Oh, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you do speaking engagements uh, currently, correct? Yes. Yes. So I'm on numerous podcasts. I've been invited to speak at different conferences. I continue to have book signings. Um, and, you know, so I'm busy in that regard, but I'm also living in the Caribbean in a beautiful environment and I'm retired. So I am taking time to just enjoy my surroundings and my my very, very happy life here. So, you know, I feel like I've struck a very positive balance, um, but I'm also at a time in my life and I'm accepting of my circumstances that, you know, this is where I am at. So, but I've always, you know, when I wake up every morning, I wake up with gratitude. And I think that's something that um, if you can set your intention for the day, first thing, whether it's having an affirmation written, you know, and framed right by your bed, or, you know, whether you have some kind of routine that you do, um, that kind of grounds you for the day. Um, I just wake up with, you know, um, just the thought of gratitude and, and I'm so thankful for all the blessings that have come my way. I know a lot of them I, you know, had a hand in, you know, I, I acknowledge that, you know, I've, I've kind of charted my own course, but I also believe that we are gifted with just so many blessings and we need to be you know, thankful for them and embrace them. Oh my gosh, definitely. I agree with you. And that's the thing that I try to do is to be grateful, grateful for everything, even if it's the bad situations, or if there was something that was horrible, you need to be grateful for that because you overcome it in a way that you don't even know yourself how you did it sometimes. And again, it's always going back to what you mentioned is the good things will, will happen, you know, when you go through bad situations. And you got to just be grateful for every little moment, like in a way of, especially as a small business owner and a podcaster, I always mentor uh, podcasters to learn to celebrate the little milestones. And you can do that with your everyday life, celebrate the little milestones, because if you don't, then you don't appreciate the journey as much as you do. You, you, we have to be thankful for the little things because you know, everything leads to something big. And that's what I truly believe. Everything that you go through leads to something big and it's going to happen. Manifestation, whatever your goal was, you are able to accomplish it. But we need to be thankful for any that work. Most definitely. In fact, you know, one of my favorite uh, musicians and singers um, is James Taylor. And my favorite song that he has is called The Secret of Life. And the first, the first, kind of sentence in there is the secret of life is enjoying the passage of time. So we don't always have to look at the end result or the final product, but we can enjoy the journey, like you said. And, and that is where we become richer and fuller and, and who we are. Enjoy the passage of time. And I liked how you said that even the challenges, um, you know, and you had mentioned your, your, you know, as a business owner, but also as a podcaster, even the challenges, 
you know, are positive because they help you grow. And I'd like to even translate that to even the, the toxic and abusive people in your situation, um, in your life, they can actually be blessings, you know, and if you can get to a point of, of just, you know, um, sending good thoughts to people that are negative, you know, just in our own energy, just wishing, wishing them and all of humanity, but especially the ones that are misguided and feel they need to hurt other people, just send them good vibrations and, and positive thoughts that they too will at some point be enlightened that, you know, there's no reason to hurt other people or to put other people down to build themselves up. They, they should be able to build themselves up just with their own merit or, or living a true authentic life. And not everyone is at that higher vibration or higher energy. Um, you know, and I, I just feel like um, negative people and situations in your life, uh, whether they're in relationships or, or work relationships or situations, they can be blessings on your journey to get you to a positive place. Oh my gosh, definitely. I hope this is inspiring a lot of people because I feel like we need it, especially here in Canada. We've been through, I don't know how many lockdowns <laughs> and this pandemic has been dragging on way too long. And I understand what they're trying to do, but also I feel like it's a bit much. And, you know, people lost their jobs. People had to figure out what to do next. And, you know, I felt like I've learned a lot about myself and, I was very thankful to be working during a pandemic, but also I was pregnant and, you know, you're, you're thinking, oh my gosh, what, am I going to get this coronavirus? Am I going to, you know, put my family in risk, you know, thinking if I'm going to still have a job every day. And I've heard so many people close to me who've lost their jobs, who've lost pretty much any, everything that they built within their, their careers. And they don't know what, what's going to happen next. And a lot of women, around me have opened up a small business to kind of just, you know, Hey, I, I need to do something. I need to provide for my family. And I feel like a lot of us that couldn't open up that small business, they're still thinking about, okay, what can I do? And they feel so negative. They feel so, um, down that the fact that this has happened, like, you know, well, they're this, blaming has been, it. this has been an absolutely challenging yeah worldwide. And, you know, fortunately, at this point, little by little, the truth of some of the uh, motives for all of these things are coming out. And, and so I think the truth is bringing knowledge and awareness. But, you know, the damage, so much damage has been done in its wake. So, you know, I actually look at the situation in some ways like a spiritual warfare between the dark and the light. And, you know, um, if, if you're fortunate to be able to be awakened and be aware and stay true, do some critical thinking when it comes to these things. Um, you know, so much was out of our control and it and so much of it just didn't make sense. And now we're realizing a little bit more why it didn't make sense. Um, but fear, you know, is is a is a driving force to get people to kind of um obey or not follow their gut intuition you know if you if you are in fear 
of what will happen next, whether it's with your health or your employment or just your basic freedoms that you, you know, so many of us got to enjoy that were, you know, kind of stifled, you know, as we're learning unnecessarily, you know, um, fear, fear is a very tough thing. So we need to get ourselves to a point in a place in our life where we are strong in who we are and, you know, take whatever is given to us, no, no matter what it is, and, and try to see the silver lining, to try to take the positive out of a negative situation. Um, you know, so many people that have experienced some of the domestic abuse situations that I have are not capable of being able to see the positive because they're living in fear. And that is something that they need to kind of really try to overcome that, you know, people in situations that are, are negative, um, that's not, we don't have to adopt that. We can choose the positive and rise above. Oh my gosh, exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of things that you brought up that my mom has told me when this whole thing started. She was just like, you know, we also got to pay our bills. We still got to go to work. We still got to do the things. We just have to adapt to the situation that's happening. And my mom's very tough love because I was worried because I was pregnant. And my mom's like, why are you worried about just stay positive, do whatever you have to do. If they can accommodate you in some way, let them accommodate you. Like, you know, it's just, this is the life that we're living in right now. You know, I guess because she's the, she's one of those that came from a country of communism and also they were in war with government and um, their own people that she's lived through a war with my brother that it's like, you know, I've been through it all. I think I've been through enough. Like this is nothing for me at this point in her life. Right. So she's really taught me how to just let things go. It is what it is. We just need to adapt. I know it, it got really stressful at times being at work and you're not, you're trying to figure out what's going to happen. Are we shutting down? Are we not? I'm in the construction industry. So when you hear that, you know, it, it really helps with the economy. You're second guessing. And I just had to look at the positive of things. You know, I'm grateful to be going to work and having a job and stuff and overseeing the positives like you mentioned. So- well, and truth and knowledge are, are really very important things. So like in my own personal healing, doing research on different personalities, you know, understanding narcissism, understanding what parental alienation was, that just the knowledge and, and the research on that helped me really understand what I was going through and look at it more objectively. And so I think, you know, when it comes to all sorts of things that people are going through, truth and knowledge, which is just slowly trickling in, will be what will turn people around to to release the fear and live their best lives. And, you know, getting back to what we originally started talking about earlier on in our conversation is that we all have challenges. You know, um, some are similar to mine, some are similar to yours, some are very different than both of us, but we all have challenges, but we have the power within us to make a choice on how we want to respond to these challenges. And that is a game changer. So, you know, no matter what your challenge, your situation, realize that 
you are a beautiful, loving human being that has some choices and we might not be able to control externals around us, but we can control things within ourselves and, and our perspective, you know, is, is significant. You know, there are many philosophers and sages that have talked about how our thoughts, you know, really connect to our actions and our actions connect to our destiny eventually. And so we can manifest goodness around us. You know, what we put out in the universe, you know, we will get back tenfold, you know, so continue to stay true to your values of goodness and and honesty and love and, and just put those positive vibes out there into the world. And you will know who and what will not resonate with you. And you will be strong enough to, to take that knowledge and that experience and, you know, only let in what will serve you or what is serving the higher good. You said it. I really appreciate this conversation because you really got me reflecting on everything, just everything. And I really appreciate you sharing your story and just sharing this amazing goodness to everybody, which I hope they can take from it and utilize it in their everyday lives. Um, You know, having this life that we have and just be grateful and thankful for everything that we've gone through because, you know, we're on this path and we're on this journey to whatever it is. And we know that there's something good that always comes out of it. So thank you so much. Well, you are welcome, but also Angelica, thank you for having this amazing platform to just have these candid conversations because our voices matter. And, you know, we can touch individual people just by sharing our stories because they can find a similarity in, in, the, in our, what we talk about and they could, you know, it's a ripple effect, you know, it's a ripple effect. We don't even know the, the positive uh, thoughts that we are spreading to the world. And it's, it's all about goodness and love and handling challenges in a, in a very positive way that we can make a better life for ourselves and a better world. Well, thank you so much, Marnie. Where can the listeners find you? Well, I um, have a website, which is the name of my first book, my spiritual fiction. So they can go to www.godcametomygaragesale.com. Perfect. Well, to my audience, Mari's information will be in the show notes for you. Thank you so much, Mari, for this conversation. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy, Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pin from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken, a.k.a. The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to, to a, little a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. 